0: And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's totally terrific, totally transforming, and totally triumphant Tuesday as we find unity from the Father through the Son. And by the Holy Spirit, all for the glory of God Almighty. First, let's have a little Christmas joy. God is not angry that we have a day we've chosen to celebrate His greatness. For those who do not understand this, I encourage you to read the book of Esther. The people, did you hear what I just said? The people selected a day of celebration. And God did not command the day. Esther 9, 20-21 states, Mordecai recorded these events and sent letters to all the Jews throughout the provinces of the king near and far to have them celebrate annually the 14th and 15th day of the month of Adar. God didn't mind he even included it in his book. Aha! Next, some important quick notes. We love Mary, talking about the mother of Jesus. This message will show respect and appreciation for our sister in the Lord, but she is not, nor will ever be, God. In reality, Mary and Joseph were the most incredible power couple ever. She is, however, deeply underappreciated. She's the first person, listen to this, to accept Jesus Christ As Lord. Sorry, that's just the facts. She's number one on the list. And finally, we review five different golden characteristics that Mary shows. They start before the church's birth, they continued after the ascension of Christ. The great thing about Mary is this she went through so many ups and downs, but through them all, she stood firm with her convictions about who Jesus was. She was the ultimate Jewish mother. Her kid was God, and he did no wrong.
1: You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience.
0: Welcome to the David Spoon Experience. Local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations. Spiritual observations. My life's insanities. And the way they... So much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. Hold on. I'm just going to make sure it's working. Hold on. Hit the little refresh button. Now, remember, it's a uh, it's a Chromebook, and it's old. <laughs> and it's been dropped about 400 times so it takes a couple extra seconds let me just make sure it's working uh, it's telling me it's trying to work that's how good it is that's how long it takes for me to get a refresh on an email in the meantime you can send us an email david at he you can also text us 214-210-8483 that's 214-210-8483 or you can call us That's 972-445-0770. And when you call 972-445-0770, you will be talking to Dynamite D. Hello,
1: lucky person. You got the number right because you are talking to, kid, a dynamite.
0: Talking at Dynamite D, let me tell you what that's like. Ready, D? Ready for this one? Ready? That's like having six days off in a row.
2: Must be <laughs> nice.
0: You know what's really mad about me being off? Noelle.
2: That was about to be my answer. <laughs> She's, She's probably like, going to say, you have nowhere to go, Dave.
0: She goes... She goes, do you not feel guilty? I said, no, I, I had a Jewish mob. It's not really in me to feel guilty along those lines. She goes, have you no heart? I go, not in relationship to this. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had six days off in a row in quite some time. And, you know, being in your 60s, you're thinking, "I think you need I, it. I, I, I need it. Yep. I need it. Just leave it alone. I need it. All right, here's the bottom line. The bottom line is any uh, opportunity for you to connect with us, that's open. I mean, if you have a comment, a thought, a question, if you've got an opinion, go ahead and share it. Our idea here is to encourage one another. We're doing the Hebrews 3.25, Hebrews 10.25 approach, trying to strengthen one another, bless one another, and encourage one another as we see the day of the return of Jesus Christ getting closer and closer. And it is. If you're a Bible-believing, born-again Christian, you already know, man, it's getting close. You're right, and we need to build each other up, protect each other, and watch over each other best that we can, right? So this is why, you know, even though I'm going to be teaching this thing on and it's got a Christmas orientation, this last two segments is all about spiritual warfare, and you and I need to be in touch and in tune. This is about Jesus and his kingdom. Let's be a part of that. That's just a brilliant idea in and of itself. So if you've got something you want to share, though, please do. If you want prayer, call us. We'll pray for you right now. If you've got something that you want to share that's a praise that can bless the people of God, call up. Let us know. We'll be glad to put you on the air. Just be, you know, you don't have to speak wisely or anything. Just share your heart. The One of the things I find most amazing as you go through Scripture is there's, there's almost everybody just tells what happened. This is what happened. This is what happened. This is all it is. And that way you don't have to try and make it sound good or seem good or anything like that. So uh, I just think that's a great way to approach it. So here's the the trivia question we're going to throw in your direction. Kind of easy but still important. To overcome their nakedness, what type of leaves did Adam and Eve sew together? What kind of leaves did Adam and Eve sew together? If you think you know then you <laughs> – I'm not even going to re- reply what Al wrote. I'm not going to reply. I don't want to get in trouble. Uh, 972-445-0770 would be the uh, number to call. 214-210-8483 uh, would be the number to text. David at he must would be the email. I will give a few people a hint. It's also a cookie.
2: I thought you was going somewhere else with that, but same thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, come on. Okay. Right. I do the best I can with that, right? And you
2: don't like it.
0: Yeah. Well, what do you do? Okay. <laughs> so, so don't forget. Now, even while we're gone. So there's two things I do want to tell you guys. Super important. Okay. While I'm not going to be live on the air, you can still reach out to me at the 214-210-8483 number throughout this next week if you need prayer. If you've got something you want to share like a praise report, don't hesitate to go on the website, okay? And put that in for Nothing weird about it. You just this is this, this is all super duper easy stuff. And if there's anything that needs prayer, we'll pray about it. If there's anything that needs uh uh opportunity for praise report, we'll set it up for next week. But don't hesitate if you need to reach out, if you need some encouragement or if you just need to know that you're, you know, still you know, in thoughts and prayers of other people, don't hesitate. Just go ahead and text. I don't have any problem with that whatsoever because I love engaging with the people of God. My biggest encouragement besides the Lord himself, besides the Father and Son and the Holy Spirit, my biggest encouragement are my brothers and sisters. I and mean, that's just the truth. So if you need something, you, you, you fire our way. We'll be here to be a blessing and to help as best we can. Okay? Okay. All right, back to the trivia question. I just want to make sure everybody got it. Uh, to overcome their—to over to cover—I <laughs> I know it's there somewhere. To cover their nakedness, what type of leaves did Adam and Eve sew together? Uh, we do have somebody that— Well,
2: we had a caller, but she didn't want to give the answer over the air.
0: Okay, so did she give you the answer? She did give me the answer. So she gave you the answer yep. to give for the caller, did, but she doesn't want her name or anything like that? No. Okay, so this is a, a somebody that wants to— Share and give an answer to the trivia question, but doesn't want to uh, be on there, which is totally fine. Totally have no problem with that. So I'll ask you, and then you answer in proxy, okay? To cover their nakedness, what type of leaves did Adam and Eve sew together?
2: Fig leaves. That is correct, Amanda!
0: <laughs> Fig leaves it is. And for those that are trying to fit out the cookie part of it, that would be Fig Newton. Fig Newton. So see, there was a cookie. See? That's right. You think I didn't know? Yes, I did. Okay. All right. All right. Let's get into this uh, quickie. There's some, some quickie things I want to speak about uh, Mary. I definitely want to make sure that everybody's on the same page. Okay. This is what I call quick hits. So I'm going to give three points uh, that are just, uh, you know, marvelous. Number one there's no deification for Mary. There's no deification no matter what your background is, no matter what your theology is. You cannot find a single copy anywhere of anything in any possible capacity when she is the one who is singing in her song, Lord, my Savior. So, I mean, if, why would she—she's Why well, she's, she's God. She doesn't need a Savior. That's just dumb. It just doesn't work. We don't do stuff like that. She has gotten the raw end of the deal by Protestants— And the raw end of the deal by Catholics at the same time making her either little too little or too much. Which is just like, come on. You think she's up there having that problem? She's doing fine. But... There's some things you need to know about her, and this might be the coolest thing of all. Number one, by the way, Mary uh, also is uh, interpreted or is understood as the word is bitterness, which would have to do with her watching her child's pain. I don't know if that's accurate or not, but that's what one of the bookie things said. I just think that Mary and Joseph, and we talked about Joseph last week, are like the coolest people and the greatest power couple ever. Okay? Okay. They're responsible for the Messiah. <laughs> like, And they were responsible for helping protect the Messiah when, they, when there was an assassination attempt against him leveled out by Herod. It's just like, wow. These guys are just phenomenal. And yeah, don't get mad at me that the wise men weren't at... The manger because they didn't show up for two years afterwards, which is why Jesus left. I mean, it's all oh, the two year thing, and the star went over the house, and the wise men went into the house, not the manger. So I'm just, <laughs> don't get mad at me about that. I didn't write this stuff. But that doesn't mean you got to throw out your manger scenes. That doesn't, as long as you know the truth, it's fine. But the thing about Mary and the thing about Joseph, especially Mary, is she's the first person to accept and acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord. It's like, you can give me all the stuff you want to give me. (laughs) You can, you know, oh, what'd you do in your ministry? Well, uh, I led a million people to Christ. That's great. Uh, What did you do? I was the first person to say yes to Jesus. (laughs) Winner! Ding, 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 ding. I mean, come on. The first person to say yes to Jesus. How beautiful is that? How wonderful is that? How incredible is that, that she took on that, not only the right responsibility, difference between her and Zachariah. We've talked about this before. Zachariah was like, I don't believe you're going to do this. Prove it to me. And Mary was like, how are you going to do this? <laughs> like She was like, that just seems bizarre. I'm a virgin. What are you going to do? Like It was a much more inquiry kind of approach. But let's not... Let's not have a deification of Mary. Let's not have a reduction of Mary. Phenomenal Christian period. Should be right up there at the top with all the superstars. She carried our Lord. She endured it. She watched all that he went through, and she stood there firm. I mean, it's just like, like, oh, man, I just wish I had faith like that. Something happens to me and I start going, What? What are you doing, God? I don't get it. This is terrible. I think if anybody had a right to do that, it might have been Mary, but uh, not so much. All right. So we got our answer in regards to the trivia question. We've talked about Mary in the intro. We'll talk about it when we get back. We'll take our break. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Show break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
1: Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM.
0: The David Spoon Experience.
1: Teaching
0: time. I don't know how we're going to do the breaks, Gabriel, so just look at me. I'll let you know. I mean, this is the best I can tell you. Because I'm going to teach you something that I hope I, I – there's no way I can teach this. It's I can't teach the worth. I can't teach the value. But I'm going to do my best to share with you my heart in this process. As American people – as people who live in America, we have been granted the right to pursue happiness. And I want to make sure you understand what that this means. We have a preamble to the United States Declaration of Independence, and the preamble to the declaration says we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, and that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Happiness. Now, I do want to point out it does not say life, liberty, and the provisions of or for happiness. In other words, the rights that we have in the preamble is that we get to pursue happiness, not that it's provided for us by the government. So that's kind of an important point for people to recognize. It would be nice if they quit, try to quote, quit trying to quote our founding fathers and then say they're entitled to something because of that provision because it never says that. Sometimes hallelujah, sometimes Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at K-A-A-M-770, the truth station here in Texas. That's kaam 770 the truth station here in Texas. Please don't forget to pray for Don and Jennifer and Dynamite D., Over the holidays, uh, everybody needs prayer, and they should be on your prayer list as well. Here comes your next trivia question. Why did Jesus stop under a sycamore fig tree? Why did he stop? Remember the sycamore tree? Why did he stop? If you think you know the answer. Uh, you can call nine seven two four four five zero seven seven zero. You can also text in two one four two one zero eight four eight three, or you can send an email David at he must So I'll tell you right now, so that you guys know, three questions, three pow pow's for Joy Ann and Cordelia. So they're 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 riding the trend. Just letting just letting you know. Okay. All right. Uh so we do have the trivia question. Somebody is ready to answer the trivia. Boy, are, People are not, they're not waiting around. <laughs> okay. Uh send them on through. <phone rings> knock knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Gary. How are you today? I'm doing good, Gary. And I want everybody to be praying for Gary throughout the holiday. And I hope you're doing good today, too. Okay. All right, my brother. you ready? This is a good—I think this is a pretty good question. Why did Jesus stop under the sycamore fig tree?
3: Well, he stopped to get a fig, but it, it was barren, so he cursed it.
0: Okay. Now, let's pull back from the fig part of it. Do you remember him stopping under a sycamore tree? There was a point where he was walking, and then he saw something, and he stopped. Think of a small person. Uh,
3: Well That's okay. uh, I'm putting you on the spot, so that's my fault. You're talking about the publican
0: the publican? Yeah, the the guy with whose name started with Z, who who was on the sycamore tree where Jesus stopped.
3: Yeah, he was okay. Yeah, he was um, Yeah, I can't think of his name now, but yeah, he was very short and he got up in the tree so he could see Jesus. Exactly
0: right. That's Zacchaeus. That's it. So that's why, it's kind of my fault because I threw that fig part in because there's a couple of translations that say fig and so on, but it's a sycamore tree. So what I was looking for is, you know, why did he stop at that sycamore tree? And that's because the short guy got up there, crawled up, went out there and was like, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And so he stopped and said, hey, we're going to dine at your house. That's what that's what we were going with. So that's my fault. I didn't do a good job of presenting that for you because you're, uh, you're really on target. untargeted. <laughs> I think you've had one wrong in four hundred, so I'm not. I'm just gonna leave it there. <laughs> okay. Well, Merry Christmas, my brother, and I hope the Lord blesses you mightily, especially physically.
3: Okay. God bless you, and I'll keep praying for all of you.
0: All right. Thank you, bro. Bye. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye. All right. So yeah. So <clears throat> the fig part was see, but that's the problem. So you get some translations to do that. That's uh, well. He, I had
2: his answer as well. So it tricked me too. There's to, a couple hey, people did that did yeah. have
0: that. So, yeah, but it was a little guy who was trying to, from the branch, was going, hello, hello, look at me, look at me. Now, what would be really nice if Christians nowadays would stop thinking that there's Zacchaeus and Jesus keeps walking by that he doesn't pay attention and you just think you're sitting out there on the limb. <laughs> that would be a good idea. Okay. Sorry, had to go, had to do that. Uh, I have in my hand humor. <laughs> well. I call it humor, but let's see if you guys can come up with this. So I got three. I will tell you that I think they're all decent, but I still let D decide what's good, what's bad, right? Okay. Three small siblings had a pet sparrow, which, to everyone's disappointment, died. The children were very sad, and they decided to give the dead bird a really good Burial funeral service. Their families and faithful members of the church gathered together, gave the children some ideas on how to go about it. The first step was to dig the grave in a carefully chosen spot in the corner of the yard. Then they solemnly prepared for the actual service. One child held the sparrow over the grave, and another cited, recited, in the name of the Father, and in the Son, and in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> and in the holy ghost (laughs) come on and in the holy ghost (laughs) come on you can't tell me that's not funny and in the holy ghost (laughs) okay a teacher asked her class of five-year-olds do any of you remember matthew mark luke or john do you remember who they were silence was in the classroom she said well can you tell me who paul was She asked. No response. Well, then, the teacher said, becoming impatient. Surely you can tell me who Peter was. And a tiny voice from the back of the room squeaked out, I think he was a wabbit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think he was a rabbit.
0: All right, here's the last thing. This is just cute. Question, where were the last words? I'm sorry. Question, what were the last words spoken at the Last Supper? What were the last words spoken at the Last Supper? Answer. Answer. Everyone who wants to be in this picture must get on this side of the table. Oh, yeah, God, no. Okay. Okay. Is it Christmas yet? Almost. <laughs> Almost. Okay. All right, back to Mary. Oh, they were fun. And into the Holy Ghost. <laughs> That's great. Come on, people. All right. Let's talk about Mary a little bit. Luke chapter 1, verse 39 through 44. At this time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and was greeted by Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. I guess when they're in the womb, then God calls them a baby, right? In a loud voice, she exclaimed, "'Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear.'" But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Let's just understand that when Mary was chosen, okay, she was chosen and it was an honor to be chosen. And I want you to understand this from the point of view of God choosing you. Roman, I'm sorry. Ephesians four sixteen. From him the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. Mary was chosen for a task. Now listen to me because this is exactly the same. You were chosen too. She's not the only one who's chosen. You were chosen. You were chosen. By the Lord. And while we look at that and think, man, she was really honored. I mean, look, she came in the room, and then John the Baptist, in in Elizabeth's womb, he leaps, right? Elizabeth's filled with the Holy Spirit. Oh, it's so great to have you. It's awesome. The baby's leaping for joy. Again, the baby's called baby multiple times for all those people that are just into the murderous part of other things. The baby at six months is acknowledged fully as a baby, as fully as a reference point for God as a human. And she was honored to be in that role and fulfill her role in God's plan. She was blessed to be chosen. Hey, I got one for you. You're chosen. God had an election. (laughs) Let me just say this real quick. See, we have an election, and we never know what's going on because let God be true, but every man a liar. But God had an election, and he voted for you. Get it? So what I want you to catch is how how important you really are to God. I know Mary is important. Don't misunderstand. But God has chosen you to be a part of his kingdom too. And instead of sitting there and thinking, yes, but I don't do much, or I could do this, or it could be this, it could be this, your price to be chosen was What? The blood of Jesus. Now, how valuable do you think you are? Right? I'm just saying, you can't, some stuff you can't get away from, right? All right. I want to point out that God has worked in your life a thousand, if not a hundred thousand times, the littlest details for you to hear him, see him, and know him. He has graced you. He has helped you. He has t- he has taken you from the depths of despair. He has put your feet upon a rock. He has given you a hope. He has given you a life. He has given you eternal vision. Think of all these things that God has done for you. Yes, I I know how important the whole situation is in family and spouses and so on and so forth. But in a hundred years, what's going to be really, really important is you and him. That's what's going to be important. And he's just preparing you for the journey. He loves you. I mean, I know, you know, you just... Who else? I mean, I've never. I gotta say this. I don't do this for no one. I don't know anybody does it. But who? Who else says, "My compassions are new every morning." Come here, my kid. Come here. Come here. Come here, knucklehead. That's what I think God would say to me. By the way, come here, knucklehead. (laughs) That's what I say to Birdie. (laughs) By the way, come here, knucklehead. He loves you. He loved you. I just I just want to say this. You know, I mean, just, you know. And then uh, Annika just texted. Let me just read this. It's a great add-on. Jeremiah 1.5. Before you even took your first breath, I chose you. God picked you. He didn't have to. He wasn't required to. He chose you. You were elected. God voted for you. You don't think you're awesome? King of the universe? Picked you? That's pretty good. Sorry. This is good. That's, what you, that's what the incarnation's about. This is what it's Oh, yes. Yes. All right. We'll take a break, and uh, then we'll come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Let's send him on through. Knock knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Brother Don. Hi Brother Don. How are you? Well, fine. I haven't been I haven't been out, I've been out of town. Well, I'm glad to have you back in town. I'm sorry the weather's so hot. Uh, why it's it's, it's been (laughs) a little hot lately yeah it's been (laughs) it's too hot for me yeah it's a little hot my when my dog looks outside like hey you want to fetch the ball and the dog looks at you and says no i'm not going outside you go play (laughs) like okay (laughs) and then you can't even go out even in the late evening because at 10 o'clock it was still 101 yeah it's it's pretty weird it's pretty weird and when i grew up uh, and spent a lot of time in phoenix and that's not how it was in Phoenix In Phoenix, it was much hotter at the 1, 2, and 3 o'clock, and then you would get that more desert cool at the 7, 8, you know. Cl- here, it's a lot different. So yeah, you learn, you learn, and you adapt, right? I mean, you, yes. you figure it out. All, all right, my brother, here we go. Who complimented Solomon? How happy your men must be. How happy your officials who continually stand before you and hear your wisdom. As Queen Candace. What was what, Queen
1: Queen of Sheba? Yes, that would be it! Queen Sheba! Yes, that was the ex! Queen, <laughs>
3: that, that was the queen. I've also, I've also heard of Queen Candace, though,
0: too. Candace is the Queen that's in Acts, the book of Acts, when she's with the other king that's and Paul her. is talking to her. And the reason that I know that is I had a business partner whose daughter was named Candace.
1: <laughs> that's how that's i do it right. <laughs>
0: but that's yeah absolutely. queen Hashima, she was all like man she's the one that brought all the spices and was like yeah this is happening they love you that's what she yeah, said i thought song. it was kind of cool you know we did a study on here not too long ago and you know you know how you go into a restaurant
3: and everybody wears uh uniforms uh-huh. that's the way that was the way it was with king solomon too
0: they did the same thing yeah they they had their stuff together that guy had plumbing people think oh that these people invented plumbing. that's wrong solomon had plumbing going people don't even know that it's like that guy was structural aqueduct um, uh connoisseur he knew exactly what to do well Um, the lord gave him that uh gave him
3: that privilege
2: (laughs) great job my brother the david spin experience Oh,
0: welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at K-A-A-M-770, the truth station here in Texas. That's man 770 the truth station here in Texas. We do have somebody calling in before we send them over. I do have to share with you something very important, and that is a joke that Eric uh, sent me. Uh, teacher, what was the mother of Mary's last name? Small child, Merry Christmas. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. That's all you get. All right, now send him on over. Let's see what's going on. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. This is Joy
3: Ann. And Merry Christmas to you and all.
0: Merry Christmas to you and to Cordelia and to all, of course. Yes, How are ya? Thank you?
3: you. We're fine and we just are loving the show and yay, you get to have six days off. May yep. it be just the most delightful, refreshing time. Well earned, Doctor David.
1: Oh, thank <laughs> well, thank you. Earned. That's nice. I
3: have a couple of things. First of all, I'm just so eating up all you're telling about you know, us God voting for us and us being chosen. And this morning in 2 Thessalonians, I was so enjoying um, reading the whole chapter. The whole Second Thessalonians was fantastic. But in chapter 2, verse 13 and 14, um, it speaks to that. And I'll start here. It says, but we are bound to give thanks to God always for you, brethren, beloved by the Lord, because God from the beginning chose you for salvation through sanctification by the spirit and belief in the truth, to which he called you by our gospel for the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which you were taught, whether by word or our epistle. So the the whole chapter is just rich. But um, if I could just say a couple of things, Dr. David. Sure. um, First of all, with regard to Annika a few weeks ago, or Annika, (laughs) um, she was just so great to, you know, confess about, you know, she wanted to gain clutter, control, and some other um, thing. She was just so real and transparent. And, and one thing, um, my prayer is that, Lord, you would help me not to be quite so tentative and cautious. And I'll give you an example. So for the first 25 years of our marriage, Stan and I wrote Christmas letters and with pictures and a family news and pictures of our hiking trips. But then uh, after that, um, he said Christmas didn't mean anything to him. And I just stopped writing the Christmas letters. It was just kind of heartbreaking. But I feel like now the Lord wants me to start that again. And I, you know, I have so many things to be thankful for this year of 2022. The Lord gave me a new car or nearly new car in January. I got to go to um, my 45th college nurses reunion because of that car, and I got to go to Terlingua with Cordelia. We have so many blessings, but I, I want to just reach out to my family, even some of the family that my husband has spoken against me Um, Other family members that my husband have are Christians. They love me, but some they're kind of, you know, standing back. But I still want to reach out to them for Christmas, send them a lovely card and a little gift. And um, I want to do a Christmas letter again, and I want to be fruitful. You were talking today about the tree of life, the sycamore tree, the fig tree. I want to be that fruitful tree for Jesus and share resources and Be, you know, be bold and and be out there, even if it's taking a chance. So I would love your prayer for that for me and for all of us. We need to be out there witnessing and, and being a bold representative of our Lord Jesus
0: amen let's do it let's pray let's do that exact thing thank let's, you. let's petition thank the lord and ask i mean there's there's nothing that's too hard for the lord the bible says in proverbs that the righteous are as bold as a lion and there's sometimes where we need the lord to kind of uh push a little <laughs> push <us> a little <laughs> you know, to get to get us or pull us or however you want to say that i don't it doesn't matter but let's pray over that that's a great thing and let's pray so let's go before the lord you. father we come before you right now with just a Big, big heart of thanksgiving and praise. We worship you. We acknowledge you. You have done so many fantastic things for each and every one of us. We are so, so (laughs) indebted. We're so thankful that you've chosen us and that you've loved upon us. And Lord, one of the things that our sister's bringing up that that Joanne's mentioning is just this sense of boldness. Sometimes it's easy to pull back and to be more reserved and to be just kind of like maybe more quiet and not wanting to uh, upset anything. But Lord, that is not always the way we're supposed to be. There are times for that and there are times not for that. And we need you to empower us, to give us a boldness, to give us a confidence, to know that when we do things, even in that bold realm, that we do them first unto you and let the sacrifices fall where they may as we lift them up before you with sincere hearts. That we bring it before you, do it as unto you, as unto your honor, and let you use the seeds and bring about the growth as you see fit. We are asking for courage to replace discouragement and fear. You haven't given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Help us to use that and to move forward and advance your kingdom and to do it with delight in our partnership with you. We pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen.
3: Amen. Well said. I received that, and we all received that, Dr. David. We're in this together. Yeah, We're we are. In the battle for our Lord. Amen. Thank you. Oh, may the Lord reward you and Noel and everyone out there. We are very grateful for you. Amen. Merry Christmas. Amen. Merry <laughs> Thank Christmas. Thank Bye, Bye-bye. Take bye-bye. care of yourself. Okay.
0: All right. So, so not, everybody everybody's listening, you should be knowing how to pray for Cordelia and for Joanne. And you should be knowing for the pe- all the people that call in and talk. And so, on, you should be praying for them. They're in your universe. That's what God created, right? I mean, yes, that's what God created. All right. Um, here's what we're going to do we're going to do the history later. I'm going to do a little bit of teaching now. Um, I will give uh, a chance for Cordelia and Joanne to take a deep breath because they do have another trivia question, and they're going for the big pow, 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 right? Okay, so I'm just saying ahead of time. Okay, ready? All right, here we go. All right. True or false? Uh Uh-oh. So you got a 50-50 shot. Here's your trivia question. True or false? And by the way, I am going to send you to the the website. (laughs) The Garden of Gethsemane was on the Mount of Olives. True or false? If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text 214-210-8483, or you can send an email, david at org. I do want to send you up to the website. A couple reasons for it. The main reason, don't forget the schedule. going to be different this week. I'm going to be out for a little while. And don't forget the prayer and the praise uh, uh Uh, forms i had to think what that word is called they're forms they're papers well they're on the internet it's not really paper but the prayer and praise forms are on the website plus on the website's a place to give if you can give great if you can't i i really do pray the lord blesses you so you can give and not just us to other places too please check out he must increase
1: dot org prayer request he must increase dot org praise report
2: he must increase.org.
1: Looking to give to this ministry?
2: He must increase.org.
1: Confused by what's happening right now? He must increase.org. He must what's up, Doc? <laughs>
0: That's just perfection. <laughs> i sorry. I just think that that's just fantastic. Uh, okay. So uh, trivia question. All right. Now I'm going to give you guys a hint because it's 50-50 on the right and on the wrongs. Okay. True or false, the Garden of Gethsemane was on the Mount of Olives. For those that want to double-check that, your reference point would be Luke 22 – 39-ish. Okay. All right. If you think you know, reach out to us, 972-445-0770-214-2108403, or send an email, David, at he Okay. So now this I think this could end up being a debate, which is hilarious, because then we'll have an argument and then it'll be six days and nobody can talk about it. <laughs> All right, I want to say this thing about Mary, and then we come back and we got the last thing I want to say about Mary. I want to point this out because I think this is something that is rare for a Christian. Rare? Did I say that? Rare for a Christian, right? Mary did something that Christians don't do very often. She cared about other people's problems, even, just listen, social embarrassment. John chapter 2, verse 1 through 5, On the third day there was a wedding in the Cana of Galilee. The mother of Jesus was there, and both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding. Nice, they all got an invitation. When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. Jesus said to her, Woman, what does that have to do with, with, with us? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Whatever he says to do, do it. Okay. But what I love about Mary is, oh, how embarrassing! They're out of—it's like it's like being at a wedding, going—they're out of food. Was it still half the line? Right? It's <laughs> like, oh no, that's bad. She actually cared enough, right, to like go, Jesus. Well, this this isn't like some stranger. This is her kid, who's the Messiah. She's like, Jesus. I know you got these powers. <laughs>
2: I love the Messiah's answer, though. That's what's funny to me. <laughs> Not,
0: Not yet. Not now. <laughs> it's like, now listen, all the disciples really knew what was going on. Like, it wasn't like the big proclamation or some of the other stuff. But just think about this. Just think about this. They're out of food. They're out of wine. Jesus, <laughs> you're going to have to help them. I love that she did that. That's a good Jewish mom. Let me explain to you. That's a good Jewish one. They're out of food. There's no more Kavilzovich. The of balls are gone. You gotta get into Mogan David over here. Oh, it's just the best. How do you not laugh at this stuff? Uh okay, trivia question and answer. The streak was broken, by the way. I will say that. Uh, true or false, the Garden of Gethsemane was at was on the Mount of Olives. In fact, Luke 22, 39, it was true. And ironically, Al said true while I was asking the question. Then he said false, and then Eric said true. So I think Eric would get the powwow, but I'm not sure how that goes because if Al really stuck with his first answer, he'd get the powwow. bet. that's the way the fortune cookie bounces. See, we say fortune cookies Jewish people when it's Christmas. Uh, take our break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, don't go anywhere.
2: Hey there, it's Amazing Jennifer, and I am helping out the David Spoon Experience. As you may know, I basically run the KAAM radio station, Amazing! and Dr. Dave is looking for a few good people to join and become representatives, ambassadors, and stewards of this here radio ministry. Now, you may be thinking, well, I'd love to get involved, but I'm not very qualified for ministerial positions. Well, the truth is that because you are a child of our Heavenly Father, that you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you seek to live by the power of the Holy Spirit, you have all you need to be a part of this ministry. But Jennifer, don't I need to be perfect? (laughs) No. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website, and then click on the Ambassador's Initiative link. Just fill out the form and we will reach out to you. But sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. You are on your own with that.
1: What is the David Spoon Experience?
0: Website, he must increase.org, he must increase.org. Email David at he must Facebook, he must increase ministry. YouTube, he must increase ministry. There you go. So check it out. There is uh, I put something new up there, and now I can't even remember what it is. (laughs) I don't know. You've been getting older. I don't know. All I know is I worked out today, and I was telling T. It was terrible. (laughs) You know how you, you work out, and then you come back, and you're supposed to feel good or whatever? That didn't happen. Just so you can know. I think the people in the gym were worried that I was going to
1: keel over. <laughs> it's like, "Oh, what's wrong with that guy?" What is the David Spoon experience, you say? I'll put it to you like this. Do you love a good joke that's pretty bad?
0: What do you call an animal that doesn't practice what it preaches? A hypocritopotamus. <laughs> Come on. <laughs>
1: Do you love being able to ask questions, comments, or having someone to pray for you?
0: Do you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question? We don't want it to die of loneliness. We want it to have a chance.
1: And last but not least, do you love some trivia?
0: All right, we got our trivia question. Uh, who made clothes out of leaves that were sewed together? Somebody want to answer the trivia question? Oh, okay, hold on. Hold on. Here you go. This is David.
1: Who am I talking to? We're talking
0: to Mary. This is Al. This is Brother Ace. This is Eric.
1: This is Debra. Now, if that doesn't make you curious, maybe you should tune in and check it out for yourself.
0: Think of me as the big brother that won't go away. (laughs) That's me.
1: Tune in to the David Spoon Experience weekdays at 1.30 p.m. on 770-KAAM.
0: Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at kwm 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's kaam 770, the truth station here in Texas. We do have one more trivia question, which you all better get right. That's <laughs> not a Christmas Christmas. It's just you better all get it right. True or false, Jesus said if you have faith as small as a mustard seed that you can move a mountain. True or false? Yeah, that's just If you have faith as small as a mustard seed. It's so funny that he says that. He doesn't say if you have faith as large as an elephant. He says if you have faith as small as a mustard seed. kind of goes the other way. You can move them out. There you go. If you think you know, 972-445-0770, 214 is the text, david at org. I am not going to get the opportunity to do a quick review of yesterday's history. We didn't have time for it, but I did want to point out that yesterday's history, by the way, yesterday's history, included the regifting day. And I don't know if you've ever done regifting but I never re-gifted anything until my son re-gifted something I gave him. And that therefore started a regifting trend in my life.
2: Interesting. <laughs> yeah.
0: Isn't that fascinating? I never would have done that. <laughs> All right, let's do history real quickly. All right, uh, let's see. Technically, today is Go Caroling Day, uh, which is uh, probably didn't happen a lot in COVID, and nowadays people are really leery about other people, so maybe they ought to change that to Go Caroling uh, Online Day
2: or something. Now, what is Caroling Day?
0: That's when they sing the songs, the old Christmas songs, gotcha. house to house to house to house. See how young Dynama D is? All of you should go. Did he just ask that question? Yes, but he's he's our next generation behind us, so we do everything we can to help help him. National Ugly Christmas Sweater Day is today. I like it. That's funny. It's technically it's Games Day, and so I'm gonna make a confession. I've confessed this before. I'm not gonna go too deep in this, but we used to play games in the family, and anytime Noelle and I were playing, I'm just telling you, I'd always skew it so she could win. <laughs> Ah. I used to drive Julianne crazy. So when Julianne got married and she was playing a game with her husband, he he wiped her out in this game and they got into a huge fight and said, you're my husband. You're supposed to fix it so I win.
2: He sounds like me, but no comment.
0: <laughs> like, what is that just? <laughs> it's just so funny. It's like, okay. 1946, on this day, it's a wonderful life, premiered, and then uh, that's all you need to know. Okay. That's all. That's for history. Okay? All right. Great. All right. So the trivia question, uh, my response to Al's question is probably not. Uh, Jesus said, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can move a mountain. True or false? True or false? Uh, let me do this. Two things. One, I want to point something out, and then I want to finish with this other faith element. So Mary was not just the first one to accept Jesus Christ, which is like come on, all right, isn't that cool? But if you will read Acts chapter 1 verse 12 through 14, she was also there at the beginning of the church, not just the messianic uh time, so to speak, not just the birth, the death, burial and resurrection of Jesus and the ascension, but she was also in Acts chapter 1, she was in the room praying when they were all together verse 14 of acts 1 says they all joined together constantly in prayer among the women uh, along with the women and Mary the mother of Jesus and her and her his brothers it's amazing that Mary's faith just listen was consistent she was continually committed to helping advance the kingdom of God from the birth of Christ to the birth of the church after the Holy Spirit poured out It's amazing. It's like that is a a phenomenal quality. That is a consistency. How long is that? Well, if Jesus was 33 and a half, right? Ballpark? Close enough? She was a part of the church movement 34 years, about 29 years or 30 years longer than anybody else. Come on. You think, well, where was Joseph? He probably died. I mean, that's just normally that's how scripture does it when they you know remove somebody from the narrative it's amazing she, her longevity and consistency of faith every one of us should just plead with the lord to have that kind of tenacity but the last thing is the best thing cuz it always is <laughs> when mary was told by the angel you're going to you're going to uh, conceive and birth, uh, give birth to a son you're going to call him jesus and she said verse 34 of luke 1 how will this be since I'm a virgin. In other words, she's like, How are you going to do that? That's not to be interesting. The angels of The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her own age. And she who is said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. Verse 37 For no word from God will ever fail. Boy, I wish we, maybe we should emblazon that on our foreheads. No word from God will ever fail. Here's what Mary said in verse 38. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word be to me, may your word to me be fulfilled. You know what she said? She said, okay, do what you said. No word from God has ever failed. So Mary's attitude of faith was, okay, do it get it done. That is tremendous faith. That is Abrahamic faith, just in case you're wondering how big that is. It is that big, right? I mean, this. okay, all right, Abraham, you're going to have all these kids, uh, but my wife can't be pregnant. You're going to have all these kids, okay? Mary, you're going to have a child. Okay, well, I'm a virgin. You're going to have a child. Okay. <laughs> same thing. And that level of faith, that tremendous faith, that powerful faith changes the course of human history. Isn't that amazing? And she's, i just love what she says. I—I, I, you know, you're not in the room, but you know, how will this be? Since I'm a virgin, like, how are you going to do that? How are you going to pull that off? Okay, the Holy Spirit's going to come upon you. Even—even even Elizabeth, she's your your, your relative. She's uh, she's pregnant. And then, in verse thirty-seven of Luke one: No word from God will ever fail. Okay, <laughs> it's like, wrap it up. It's like, well, I'm really concerned about... Uh, wrap it up, okay? If you want to know what you put a bow on, the world thinking that they're going to pull it out. Put a bow on it, it's done. That ain't going to happen. And then she's like, I am the Lord's servant, which should be all of our responses, by the way. May your word to me be fulfilled. It's just like, do it. I believe... Let's get her done. I mean, that's just like, wow. That is tremendous faith and a tremendous example for us to follow as believers, isn't it? That tenacity, though, the tenacity and the the willingness and the and the faith, even the boldness of faith. You know, John was talking about boldness, the boldness of Mary's faith. Okay, do it that way. Yeah, let's go. And she just wouldn't move. She says, boy, talk about tenacious. All right. Uh, true or false? Jesus said that if you have faith in smalls of mustard seed, you can move them out. True. True. I think everybody knows that's true. Okay. Do this one thing. One thing as I exit. Enjoy some of your time. Don't get so stressed out, okay? All right. You've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas, taking a an hundred and sixty-six point five hour break. Wow. And then we'll come back. More insanity with Spoonanity taught to you then. It may be false, but it feels
1: Views and opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of its participants and do not necessarily
2: reflect those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.